Hi all, this is Jordan Whitman. I use she, her pronouns. I was a McAllister graduate of the class of 2017. While I was at Mac, I was a matriarch of MJO and I spent a lot, a lot, a lot of time in the CRSL and religious studies departments. Um, I'm coming to you live from Anishinaabe and Dakota lands, um, also known as Minneapolis. Uh, where I currently live. Um, and I am here today on the 2nd of Elul to talk to you about prayer and space. Um, this is something I spend a lot of time thinking about. I do a lot of work with young people and teaching of religious school. And one of my favorite activities that I do with kiddos is getting them outside and getting them to create their own prayer spots. Um, and I think that there's something really, really powerful about the connection between place and prayer, especially in a moment where we are fully in diaspora and fully virtual in a lot of our ritual observance. Um, and that really makes things feel and look very different than they might otherwise. Um, there's something really powerful about when you come to the same spot day after day after day and you do the same ritual or routine and you fill that place with the mundanities and the sacredness of the actions that you're taking in that place. Um, and, and I think it's a really powerful way of marking change and marking reflection and, and filling up place as a container for experience um, I've been thinking a lot about um, ways to mark time both within quarantine when we're all kind of not leaving our houses as often and a lot of things that we do are, are virtual on screens and, and um, it sometimes feels really hard to keep track of what day it is, what's going on, where we are in the world, where we are in secular time, where we are in Jewish time. Um, and also like what this moment actually feels like in a longer and broader sense of what time is. What, what did it feel like to have Elul in quarantine um, in 2020? And, and I think that place is a really powerful way to hold some of that. So what I am going to encourage and challenge you all to do is that as you listen to this podcast each day this month find a spot maybe take some time today maybe when you're finished with the, the podcast that uh, you're listening to right now and find somewhere maybe it's in your home maybe it's in your yard or your neighborhood or a short drive away or a short walk away or a bike away whatever it may be and 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 find a spot that kind of feels grounding and and centering and 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 make a commitment both to yourself and your practice that when you listen to this five minute podcast each day that's the spot you're going to do it from and and really just see what it feels like to visit that same spot again and again and again with a small activity the same small activity but a totally different small activity each time you do it um, I'll tell you a little bit about my spot where I currently am. It's maybe not the smartest spot I could have chosen, um, but I am sitting in the two foot deep kiddie pool in my backyard right now. Um, it's 8 p.m. and it's starting to get a little chilly. 
Um, but what I love about this spot and what I love about picking this spot for this particular ritual is that there's something really powerful about the act of submersion and the act of water and refreshing yourself um, as part of a cleansing, reflective ritual. Um, I also really love my backyard is full of um, plants and trees and small critters uh, that feel like, especially in this moment of quarantine, like a strong piece of my day-to-day life. Um, I spend a lot of time looking at these trees and branches and I'm really excited and curious to see how a month of intentional reflection through community and through Jewish time deepens my relationship with this spot and with this place. Um, So with that, I encourage you to go out and find a place and uh, hopefully we will meet again later on in the podcast. Hope you're all doing well. Bye.